The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. This morning we're going to be talking with some friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. So you'll want to be sure and listen closely. And if you have questions or comments, you can talk to us or you can text us, whichever you prefer. All at 615-893-1450. That's it. 615-893-1450. And Lisa Marshashoni is with us today. Hey, Lisa, how are you? Good morning, Bart. How are you today? Doing great. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. You brought some friends with you. I did. I brought Sergeant Dustin Cox and Deputy Sam Truby. They're both SROs from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Good to have you both here today. Good to be here. I understand there's a new fundraiser coming up for the SRO. Tell us about it. Yes, sir. So we're doing Rock and Bowl. It's going to be for back-to-school shopping. And this is going to be more focused. We do shop with the sheriff, which is for primarily elementary but the rock and bowl is going to be for your middle and high school back to school shopping fundraiser well tell us what uh, will that be it's going to be may 14th it's on a saturday from 8 to 11 at the smyrna bowling center off of weekly lane okay so it's a bowling event it's going to be a bowling event yes sir and all of the proceeds we'll have a silent auction all of the proceeds are going to go to back-to-school shopping for our middle and high school students in Relaford County. Okay, now how do you determine who is uh, able to be a part of that? We get with our school counselors. Of course, SROs being in the schools, we kind of already have an idea of what students need it. Uh, But we get with our school counselors and we pick a student. We try to pick as many as we can. This is the first year we're actually doing the rock and bowl, but we try to get with our counselors and get them all figured out. Very good. Well, tell us, there may be some new people here in town who are not familiar with the SRO program, School Resource Officers program, with our public school systems. Uh, tell us a little about that. How did it get started and, and what makes this one different from what they may have come from in another city or state? Well, our SRO division, um, what makes us the best SRO division is we were the first ones in the state of Tennessee that um, uh, came up with the SRO, uh, an officer in the schools. Uh, And what that entails is um, uh, we as SROs, we go into schools, uh, our primary job is law enforcement, uh, but we're there for the kids as a um, teacher, counselor, um, we're there to help the kids. We're there to build the rapport with the community and the students, and, and as well as the parents. Um, back in 1992 or 93, um, we only had a handful of SROs to cover all the schools. Um, what makes us the best is we have an SRO in every school within our county. Uh, every county school has an SRO in their school. Um, th- that's what makes Rutherford County SRO Division special is um, these SROs have an opportunity to um, 
just build that relationship with the students and and there's students that that need that uh, hard love and and need that guidance um, that maybe they don't get at home uh, uh, just let them know what their what their what life is about and uh, and it's okay to make mistakes in life um, and it's okay to fall down but we need to pick ourselves back up and and, and just keep on trucking now, I remember when you started this program uh, there was a lot of conversation about how it's such a personal program and you get to know the students and over the years you're invited to the weddings of the students and people come to you with uh, their personal thoughts and share them with you they, they're looking to you as a as a parent figure almost absolutely we discussed this last time i was on the show when i was here is um i mean we've been invited to weddings um we've been invited to graduations as in an elementary SRO. um uh, i've been in the SRO division 15 years and um i've received hundreds and hundreds of graduation letters when they were at my elementary school um i've uh, received messages that uh, they're graduating college they're getting married <laughs> they're having their first child um now I've been here so long, now I've getting the students that were at Smyrna High School when I was the SRO, now their kids are at my school. Um, and and their kids are coming to school saying, my mommy went to school with you, my daddy <laughs> went to school with you. Um, so that that's what it's about. It's about you know just a long-term effect that we have on these kids and, and it gives them somebody to look up to. When you got involved in the SRO program, did you have any idea that this would be happening, that you'd been getting that kind of phone call and uh, just creating those strong bonds to be honest um i did uh growing up uh with with my personality I, I knew this is a job for me i knew um when i started in law enforcement that i needed to be with kids um however looking back no i did not think that i was going to take some of my SRO, some of my students when I was in SRO, getting their kids, um, being here this long and, and, and seeing their children with me, it just, it, it, I, I would say yes or no. I mean, I did see myself being here, um, but I didn't realize how much of an effect I'd have on, on, on some of these students. Well, let me uh, talk with both of you about what, looking over your career in the SRO program, uh, what has impressed you the most? What has touched you the most? And uh, let's go with SRO Truby first. So I'd say the majority of it's just for me is I think what every SRO looks for, and, and that's a relationship with the students of the positive role model of law enforcement and um, just working with the, also the teachers I mean working with everybody in a school system whenever we go on a call on patrol uh, when we were on patrol you might never see that person again with you almost adapt and create a family not only in the division itself but also with everybody that you come in contact with you you're just you plug into everybody's family and that's kind of the best part about being an SRO is you get to see you get to see people grow. You get to see the students grow. You get to see the parents grow. I mean, and that's what we're here for. And Sergeant Cox, tell us what's touched you the most. Man, I mean, there's a lot of things that that I can look back on. Um, just, just, just to love and support. 
um, just you know talking to students now who are in their 20s uh, coming to you finding you out in, in the community um, at a restaurant uh, telling their family and their kids that uh, when they were in high school they wasn't the best of kid and um, them looking at you and saying that guy right there being maestro um, I wouldn't be here with without his help and without his assistance and without his constant love, whether I messed up or not, um, looking back, I think that's the biggest thing that that's touched me is knowing that these kids growing up realize that it's okay to fail in life and it's okay to fall down um, and, and look where they're at now. Now, Lisa, you were with the sheriff's office, I believe, when Truman Jones, uh, Sheriff Truman Jones got this started, weren't you? Actually, I was at the News Journal. Oh, okay, okay. So I was able to write about the stories. It, it seemed like there was some behavior problems, especially at the high school. And I think the administrators and the schools felt like they needed some extra security and the image of an SRO to, to build those relationships with the kids. Um, the SRO program started out with five students, I mean, excuse me, five SROs at the high schools then. And when Sandy Hook happened, I think that really changed the attitude of people. and. The county commission wanted to fund SROs at every school. And so it's the program's been building. As there's new schools being built, we still add the SROs. And I think it's really built a good relationship with the SROs and the children and, the, and, and as Sam said, the parents as well. And, and I think that with Dustin talking about the, the kids coming up later, years later, and still knowing that they made an impact on their lives is important for us. Very definitely. Mm-hmm. So other schools, I mean, other sheriff's offices in Tennessee have followed uh, yours. Do they come over and learn from you? Do they come and say, we want to see what it is you're doing in Rutherford County? Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see... I see we working as a team in the state. I see that we can also learn from what they're doing in, in their SRO division, as well as them coming over and looking at what we do. So I don't see that they're learning just from us um, because we also learn from what they do. Um, we learn from other counties around us, surrounding counties, um, what we can do differently. Um, and, and as well as they, they come to us and say, what can we do differently in this situation? Uh, how do we make our school system safer? Uh, how do we build these relationships? So I think we lean on each other in, in the state. I think all law enforcement lean on each other and, and support each other. So I don't see that, uh, you know, we teach them everything. I think we all learn from each other. Now, as you go through the days of, of the SRO program, uh, what are some of the things that you've discovered that you wish you had this opportunity to offer such and such to some students? Well, what's what's missing right now? I don't, I can't think off the top of my head if there's anything missing um, that that I can see um, because we have the relationships with the, the administrators, we have the relationship with the school. Um, I don't think there's anything missing, and if there is, it's nothing that I'm seeing now is um, what's missing within our SRO division within Rutherford County. Um, Do you have enough SROs? No, we don't. We're still looking. Uh, We're in the process of hiring uh, more SROs. Um, We we are short. Um, We have some SROs that are 
that are that are getting there and, and hitting that retirement age, and that's put a good 25, 30 years um, in the SRO division or in law enforcement. Uh, so they're moving on and and with their lives as they've put 25 years in. So we are short some SROs. Um, uh, we're short, you know, in, in every division within the sheriff's department. So um, I mean, we could always use. Um, SROs, um, I know they're they're hiring right now. So, um, outside of being a little short of, of providing SROs to every school, I, th- I think we're okay. Just just try to get more help. As far as SRO programs, you mentioned that they really become uh, linked to you. They invite you to their weddings, their graduations, what have you. Uh, I guess the ultimate compliment would be some of them who've grown up and say, "I want to be an SRO." Has that happened? Oh, it's happened, and and I'll let um, uh, Deputy Truby here. He was he was one of them, and I'll let um, I'll turn it over to him. Let him explain what his life was growing up and what he's doing now. So yeah, I've I've wanted to be a police officer since I was four, and then whenever I moved here to Tennessee, I went to I went to one of the high schools, and I saw a police officer in the school, and that's I've never seen a police officer in the school where I'm from. And I, would, the biggest thing was, I was like, whoa, I could be a police officer in a school. I can work with kids. I can work with students. And I joined the cadet program, or it's an explore program, but now it's called the cadets. And went along that journey, and then I got hired on at the sheriff's department when I was 18 and became an SRO and it's been it's been a blast I'd I wouldn't go anywhere I wouldn't trade this job for any amount of money as far as that goes so it's a dream come true absolutely and to be an SRO I feel like you you don't just want to be a police officer because just wanting to be a police officer is okay but you have to want to be a counselor. You have to want to be a mentor. You have to want to be able to teach students because with our county, we have a curriculum, especially in the elementary level that we go by and we have classes we teach the students. And it's not just drugs are bad, gun safety. It's the sky's the limit as far as what you can teach and what we do teach the students. So you would encourage people to move forward if you, especially those who are in the uh, programs, uh, the Explorer program or Cadet program, to move forward and, and get involved even more. Look at it as your future. Absolutely. I mean, with our cadets, I'm back, I actually work with the cadets. And um, we have a lot of cadets who want to become law enforcement. They don't know what they want to do in law enforcement, which is okay. But if you have a knack with working with others and working with students, I mean, SR Division is the perfect place to be. Very good. So learn more. Uh, call the sheriff's office and say, I'd like to see about the cadet program. Is that what they need to do? Or Gary Heron is over, um, or Sergeant Gary Heron, I apologize, is over the cadet program, the community service. Or Deputy Quintal, if you can get in touch with either one of them, they'll be able to guide you to the cadet program. Um, you can reach Sergeant Gary Heron by calling 
904-3019. And he can tell you more about the cadet program. It's for students 14 to 21. 21. And you need to start as young as you can because you want to, you don't, it sounds like you don't want to miss any of it. I mean, of course you want to stay, as soon as you're eligible to do something, you want to do it. I mean, if you're 14, jump on it. If you're 13, about to turn 14, start thinking about, start thinking about it. I mean, just because you go into a meeting doesn't mean you're signed up for it. So to try it out, come and see what it is, and if you like it, great, come on back. Now, we're getting close to the end of the school year. Will there be programs throughout the summer? Absolutely. The cadet program runs year-round except on, of course, your spring breaks and your fall breaks and your holidays, but we run year-round. Now, the Explorer program was a part of the Boy Scouts, wasn't it? Correct. Is the cadet program the same way? No, they are not a part of Boy Scouts of America. They're a part of a different, they have the same, nothing really changes except the name okay. and who they're associated, like who's over the, um, over the cadets. Very good. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather. We'll be back. When we come back, if there are some questions you might have about the cadet program, uh, it's the same thing as used to be explorers, but uh, now it's called cadets. So, and this goes, this goes all summer. So call us, uh, text us, whichever is easiest for you. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road and text us. 615-893-1450. We will be right back. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Good morning. We still see a couple of minor wrecks out here and getting some attention. It's just busy 24 and through the Hickory Hollow area. All that traffic flow coming in from uh, Rutherford County through Davidson County. Lots of radar out here this morning. Allow yourself plenty of extra time. Slow it down. PensacolaBeach.com has everything you need to book your next getaway. Log on to PensacolaBeach.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. For this afternoon, we'll see partly sunny conditions and a high around 71, and we'll see a chance of thunderstorms tonight with a low near 59. I'm meteorologist Nick Carlisle on News Radio WGNS. Right now it's 44. By growing up in the restaurant business and being always around it, it was just something that was just second nature to me. I didn't realize the amount of work that was involved in it. I, I didn't understand and appreciate all that my parents sacrificed in order to provide for us. And now I'm very thankful and, I, and I'm very appreciative of the foundation that they laid for me so we could teach others to create what they have done to make it more of a legacy than just a passing of the torch. This is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. You can find us at 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Animal City is Murfreesboro's longest-running and only family-operated pet store. Here at Animal City, we know how important nutrition is to a healthy pet. We are proud to carry full lines of premium foods to suit most critters. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. 
Do you have a home you need to sell fast? Fast Home Offer will buy it from you in any condition with a 100% all-cash offer. You get a fast closing and no hassles of showing your home. Call now for your free 100% cash offer for your home. You can have your money in days. Call us right now. We know it's urgent. 800-203-6146. 800-203-6146. That's 800-203-6146. Americans just don't trust big media. Now the source to trust is Newsmax. 20 million Americans made the switch and now watch Newsmax. They even have the free Newsmax app on their phones. Make the switch to the Newsmax team with Rob Finnerty, Eric Bowling, Lindsey Keith, Greg Kelly, and Rob Schmidt, and weekends with Huckabee, Diamond and Silk, Gorka, and more. Join the millions who have made the switch to Newsmax. You may never go back. Receive breaking news, sports scores, traffic, and weather bulletins on your cell phone. Sign up for text alerts at WGNSRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. We're looking at the School Resource Officers Program today from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. And if you have a question or a comment, maybe you have been touched by the SRO program. We'd love to hear from you this morning. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. The public information officer for the sheriff's office is with us this morning, Lisa Marshashoni, along with the SRO department's Sergeant Dustin Cox and also Deputy Sam Truby. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We learned about the Rock and Bowl, which is coming up Saturday, May the 14th. Saturday, May 14th, 8 to 11 in the morning at the Smyrna Bowling Center. That's over on Weekly Lane in Smyrna. Something else coming up uh, through the School Resource Officers Program, and that is the golf tournament. When is the golf tournament going to be? Well, the golf tournament is still, um, still in the works. I, what we do in the SRO division, we do a lot of uh, community events to help uh, raise money for the kids in our school. Um, so we try not to um, step on uh, any other program shoes. So um, uh, we're going to let Deputy Truby run with this rock and bowl to help raise money for the high school and middle school kids uh, this summer. Once that's completed, We'll start going back to the annual golf tournament. Uh, last year, we had our first. Uh, actually, I, I worked to, worked hard to welcome back the golf tournament that we host, and the money raised for the golf tournament went to the special needs kids within our county. Um, that was held last year during October. Um, it was a, it was a great turnout. I, I, I can't thank. Um, all the sponsors and and everybody who's involved because that list we would be here for an hour um, that's great news <laughs> it, it was it was outstanding it was the first year and, and deputy truber also was my my sidekick and helped me I mean me and him both just ran with this and it was the biggest turnout we raised so much money for these kids um and that money raised um went through went through a couple things um it went to the special needs kids and what we did is we held a special needs fun fair back in march and it was held at the ag center 
Agricultural Center in Murfreesboro, and um, it allowed the special needs kids within Rutherford County to take a field trip, get, get them involved. Um, these kids sit at school all day while these other kids take field trips, and they need to feel special. And um, it, it allowed them to uh, leave school, um, come to the Ag Center, and we had uh, a petting zoo that was there. Um, we had all kinds of animals. We had um, fair games. We brought in a lot of blow-up fair games. And uh, every every kid that participated in a game got a prize. Oh, that's great. Um, so we, we spent money and, and got every kid just walked away with, with some fun prizes. And, um, I mean, it was just, just to be there, um, to watch these kids smile was special. Um, so that is, um, that's something that we're going to start again. Um, I don't have a date and time. Uh, hopefully I'll be back on air uh, when it comes closer to time to kind of kick that off as well. Um, but we're looking at September um, to uh, do this golf tournament again to um, make this fun fair even bigger and better next year. We have some great ideas that was passed along to these teachers um, that brought their students. So we kind of want to make it bigger and better. Um, but I don't want to get too far in that because uh, this rock and bowl that Deputy Truby has is, um, is, is special to him and is special to our division uh, that he's wanted to, to volunteer his time and and his ability to, to reach out to the community to help raise money for these high school students and these middle school students who um, may not have the money, may not have the resources to get the school supplies they need to start August. So that's a little bit about the special needs uh, fun fair that we hosted back in March. So you're, you're getting school supplies uh, with the money collected from the Rock and Bowl. You're also getting some clothes for children. So the... The Rock and Bowls actually, um, we're going to be taking the students to Dillard's. Dillard's is helping us out. Um, and um, so a lot of it's more going to be clothing. And we know kids that if you're getting bullied or you feel like you're not getting great attention for what you're wearing, you're not going to be able to learn. I mean, if you're worried about what people are thinking about what like what are people are thinking about you and how you're dressed and how you appear and of course that's a big thing in our middle and high schools these days is what people don't have what kids don't have and if we can take that aspect away just for 22 to 50 students who knows it's all about what however many however much money we can raise and they're able to learn better i mean then we've reached our goal just for this year we're going to do it again next year and see how many kids we can reach then as well um the bowling tournament it's 120 dollars per team it's a four-man team three games um they'll have the top prize or you'll have first and second place prizes and um my information, I don't know if you'll be able to put that on. Well, you just did. That's good. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. The information, my phone number and all that is on that contact sheet or on that flyer that I gave you. Oh, yeah. Okay. And his phone number is 615-203-4862. And his uh, uh, email is S-Truby, T R U B E E at rcsotn.org. 
RCSO Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Obviously, we're in Tennessee, so TN, and then .org. Uh, we also will have that on our website under the podcast of this show. And the program uh, is uh, found on our website under the podcast section. Or if you go to other podcasts, uh, it's going to be on every podcast uh, in the world, uh, which is Stitcher, iTunes, the whole bit. Uh, there, It's got it all. So just uh, check it out. And this is The Rock and Bowl coming up May the 14th. And if you also want to sponsor or donate, please reach out. If you want to be a lane sponsor and, and you have a business or if you just want to put your name on the lane sponsor, uh, reach out to me again at 615-203-4862. Very good. Now, uh, if, if you want to be a lane sponsor and also have a team, maybe you have a group from, from where you, you know, your business, uh, what, what do they need to do on that? Reach out to me. I'll, I can get them that form. I'll email that form to them. They fill it out. And um, I can meet, like if they're in Relaford County, I can meet them at their business. Very um, good. Now, you mentioned a little while ago that some of the things that are leading to a need for something like this uh, is bullying. Uh, we hear so much about bullying these days. Is that continuing to be a growing problem in Rutherford County or has it sort of leveled off a bit? Well, the defin so it's hard. The definition of bullying and picking are two totally different. A lot of the kids are being kids. Um, picking, like on the elementary level, I see a lot of picking. So, but we don't want it to lead into anything that it shouldn't be. And I've always told the kids a joke's a joke if the person that's being told the joke thinks it's funny as well. But if they don't think it's funny, if they're hurt by it, that's, that's then, totally different. Exactly. And that is what I understand is leading, uh, unfortunately, to more and more suicides among young people today. In fact, uh, and, and this this may be wrong information, but you can let us know if it is. Uh, we hear that uh, we're seeing an increase in that, not only in Rutherford County, but all over the state of Tennessee, and I'm guessing probably all over the nation. Uh, is that accurate, do you feel? I, I don't want to um, falsify any information that's, that's around the nation or here um, about uh, suicide or, or bullying um, or even social media I issues. I think the biggest issues we're having within Rutherford County uh, schools is um, social media stuff. I think a lot of it's, you know, using social media threats. Um, uh, you, you know, Truby kind of went over bullying. Um, it, a lot of the issues we're having within schools is um, these students are getting on social media, whether they're um, bullying on social media um, or um, saying inappropriate things on social media, posting things they shouldn't be posting. Um, so the, the social media aspect is, is, to me, the generation we live in is the biggest issue we're, we're having right now is because these parents are allowing these kids at younger age to uh, to have cell phones, um, 
and, and allowing them to let them have social media accounts. Um, and what we do as SROs, we also get in the schools and we kind of cover the dangers of social media, um, what's going on inside social media, who's on social media. You don't know who's posting who. Somebody can be Joe and they're really not Joe. Um, and, and in an aspect, these social media accounts, it says you have to be the age of 13 to even have a social media account. And we have students who are 10 or 11 with social media um, and, and I'll give an example. I taught a class last year regarding social media and um, about 90% of the students when I was in the class raised their hands and all of them said they were put over the age of 40 down on their social media accounts. I think that's the biggest issue we're having is um, if I can give any advice to any listeners, um, the parents out there is, is you, um, I'm not here to tell you how to be a, a parent. Um, however, we need to make sure we monitor these kids and make sure we, we know what these kids are doing on their cell phones. I think that's the biggest uh, thing I kind of want to get out to these parents. You see it probably in a different aspect from what parents see it, though, what the social media is doing. I do. I've got two girls, got two teenagers, and uh, I see it on a daily basis, and, and I'm the dad that goes home and... Uh, takes my girl's phones and looks through it. And just to make sure that um, there's nothing on there that that concerns me, um, I also use them to um, use their accounts to look at other students. Um, if I hear something that's going on at my school, I'll go to my child and say, hey, let me see your account. Do you follow this person? Let me see. And all that's doing is, is making sure that, um, that somebody's watching, make sure they're safe. Um, so we... You know, that's something the parents should be doing. They should be monitoring what they what their kids do on social media. Do you think most parents know what to look for? And if not, can you share that? Um, I don't know if, if I don't even know with, you know, with the generation and, and what we're living in now. I don't know everything about social media and what to look for. Um, I have to ask my 15-year-old kid, <laughs> how do you get on here? What's what's this? And she's showing me new stuff every day. So as a parent, um, I'm learning from my child um, how how the world is right now. And and that's something good that these parents also, these listeners can, can you know, learn something from your children because uh, they know more about the Internet and the social media accounts than what you think. Um, I think that's the biggest issue within the school system and with, with um, not the school system but our students um, is some parents are not learning from their kids of what can happen on social media, the dangers. So are you saying parents need to be more involved with their children? And if they are more involved, does the child deep down, is that child thinking, I'm glad that, that they're involved in watching me and, and I'm not going to tell them, but I do like for them to tell me I can't do this once in a while. Well, it's, it's a communication with your kid. And um, uh, my, my oldest kid is, is uh, busy, busy and dancing all the time. But when she's at home, it's a conversation I have. It's, it's a trust. And, and I, I make sure I tell my child that um, um, I trust you, but you've got to trust me and we've got to trust each other. And uh, you're going to learn from me, and I'm going to learn from you. Um, but once you break that trust, it takes it, it takes a while to gain that trust back. So as long as you're honest, 
uh, we'll move past it. We'll work through it together. Um, and I, I'm sure there's parents out there that do this, and, and I'm sure they can call the show and tell me how to do it, and, and I'll be more than glad to listen because I'm learning every day, too, about the new stuff that's going on. Um, but with these with these parents, um, communication is the key, and um, I tell my children all the time, um, as your father, I'm not your best friend. I'm your father. Um, if I was your best friend, your best friends don't take, you know, bullets for you. I'm going to because I'm your father. Um, I'm going to love you whether you mess up and whether you do right things. I'm going to love you either way. Um, so I make sure my children understand that there's a fine line with that. Um, but if anything new happens, tell me so I can teach these other kids and these other parents. So having that relationship with your children and talking to them at dinner, I mean, my kids put their phones up and say, hey, tell me what's going on today. What's happening in, on social media? Because dad wants to learn as well. And they sit down and they'll tell me all kinds of fun stuff. This is what's going on today. This is what happened on TikTok, Snapchat, Facebook. Well, great, because I don't do that stuff. So it's good for me to learn that from them. Um, so, I mean, I just encourage parents to talk to their kids and, and because you'll learn a lot by just listening to your children. You'll learn so much by just listening. We have a texture from a listener who says that uh, they have a, a child who is in the seventh grade and they say that kids really do a lot of things in the seventh grade. And they're wondering, uh, they, they've heard about the social media problems, but they're still concerned about children drinking. And what about vaping? Are those both problems? I don't know much about um, about the drinking aspect. Um, I'm, I'm sure kids are getting out on weekends um, and, and doing silly stuff they shouldn't be doing. Um, yes, um, there there is some vaping issues going. That's, that's the new thing now. Um, the to answer the caller's question um, it kind of falls back on what I was talking about is um, talking to your kid let them know the dangers um, because realistically um, vaping right now is very very dangerous um, with the illegal narcotics out there that they're putting in the vapes um, there's children that are ODing um, not knowing what's in the vape that they're that they're testing or they're trying um, so, you know, sitting down at dinner time um, on a weekend, take your kid for a walk, go to the dog park, whatever. It's a conversation that as a parent, you've got to talk to your kids and um, talk to them about why it's important, why it's, why it's a big issue. Um, and if any parent has any questions about um, how do I ask my kid this, call your SRO. And that's their job. Their job is to help you and ask your SRO to talk to your kids about the dangers of that. Very good. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. This is the final break. We will be back. And if you have a question or a comment, don't wait any longer because uh, we're about to the end of the show. So text it to us, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. Hey, hi, and hello there. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Fun lovers and truth seekers. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS AM FM online. I'm Payne Hardison, and I'm a resident here at Adams Place. I'm here for improvement of my right leg. 
The food, the company, the exercise, and everything is tremendous here, and it's just a house full of friends. It's a way for a person that needs treatment and needs care to lift that burden off of their family and to come here at Adam's Place and thoroughly enjoy every day. This is Virgil Gammon, Republican candidate for Sheriff of Rutherford County. My four decades in leadership positions in law enforcement have earned me the trust of my fellow law enforcement officers. I'm proud to share that I've been endorsed by the Tennessee Police Benevolent Association, which consists of Rutherford County Sheriff's deputies and other law enforcement agencies within our county. I humbly ask that you join them and vote for me in the Republican primary so I can make Rutherford County a safe place to live and raise your children. Paid for by friends to elect Virgil Gammon Sheriff. Clarissa Smith, Treasurer. Murfreesboro, you have a weather story. That big storm, how it made you feel. How it changed your plans, maybe even changed your life. I'm Storm 5 meteorologist Nikki D. Ray. Weather in Murfreesboro hits home. So when storms roll in, we want you to be ready. Feel safe. Let the Storm 5 weather team protect you and your family. Murfreesboro, you're always on our radar. With three decades of professional experience, our circuit court clerk, Melissa Harrell, is no stranger to hard work. Under her leadership, Rutherford County has continued to boast clean audits and our court systems have streamlined their internal processes. Rutherford County needs to retain Melissa Harrell as circuit court clerk. This is Melissa Harrell, your Rutherford County circuit court clerk, and it's been my honor to serve you the last eight years, and I would appreciate your vote. Paid for by friends to elect Melissa Harrell, Doug Beaudry Treasurer. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender, Hey, neighbor, when you talk, others listen. If it's on Good Neighbor Talk, keep it here. WTNS, AM, AM FM, FM, online. Welcome back. Our number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty, 615-893-1450. And we're only taking text at this point. Ben Bohannon is our Slick Pig banana pudding winner today. Ben Bohannon, it's his birthday. Happy birthday to you. Our Good Neighbor of the Day receiving flowers. From Ryan's Flowers, Coffee, and Gifts, Malia Rankins. Congratulations to you for being a good neighbor. We have just a few moments left, and uh, let's let's touch on a few things. I, I believe that there is another event coming up that we need to make people aware of. Yes, yeah, so we've got an event. Um, actually, we got the Special Olympics coming up in May, uh, which is a, a big thing that uh, we do here in Rutherford County. Um, so the Special Olympics Torch Run is coming up on May 9th at 8.30 a.m. Um, at, uh, at MTSU. Um, I don't think the event will start in, um, until about 9.30ish. Uh, I'm just giving the rough number out because um, we'll, um, we'll have officers um, from uh, Rutherford County from uh, Laverne PD, Smyrna PD, uh, MTSU, Murfreesboro, and Rutherford County. 
you're going to have some uh, officers meeting at uh, MPD at 830. And, and what we do is a bunch of us will just run. And uh, we'll run from uh, Murfreesboro Police Department to MTSU. Um, and uh, we'll pass the torch run. Um, we'll pass the torch to the Special Olympics uh, to kick off their Special Olympics. So that's coming up on May 9th. Um, it's a great event to even come watch and, and just look at these kids just smile and have fun. That's what it's about. And I guess you need volunteers and people to help out with that. Um, I, I think I think I haven't heard anything about volunteers um, helping out because I think the Special Olympics uh, takes care of that that part. However, um, I want the listeners to be aware of what's going on because you'll there'll be some streets that will be you know shut down for 30 minutes as these officers run um but i mean i'm encouraging anybody i like to see officers there but i'm encouraging anybody if you want to run just to be a part and and make this run from mpd to mtsu and just make it a big turnout i mean anybody can come and run and what um, date is that again that would be may 9th okay so actually you're actually running that day you're running that day that morning and that is that run is to kick off the special olympics so if there's any listeners that that are big runners that just want to come and you know get your workout done in the mornings um just to be just to be you know feel good in the mornings and then get there and just watch uh, be at um, Murfreesboro Police Department at 8.30 in the morning. We'll start running at 8.30, and we'll just run as a big group together, and we'll finish together, um, and it'll just be a, it's just going to be a fun day. We have about a minute left in our broadcast before we leave. Tell us some of the other things that uh, the SROs do. What, what do you do uh, in addition to your regular activities? We do a lot, and uh, with a minute left, I'm going to try to uh, run through really quick because we can spend 20 minutes on the activities or the stuff we do. Um, we do all kinds of stuff after school. We, we have an archery programs. We have running clubs. Um, as an SRO, we encourage them uh, to find a club or find an activity they love to do um, and, and get your students involved in it. This, this allows us as SROs to um, get students that don't play football don't play baseball, um, just any of these sports. Find something that makes you happy and start a club within your school, and that does nothing but reach out to the uh, different demographics of your school. Any other thoughts? Anything else I'm missing, Trudy, about activities besides stuff I covered? Well, and we have – well, besides coaching, I mean, you coach – essentially anything you put your mind to or anything that we have guys that come up with clubs uh, we got some people who have garden clubs i mean it's just whatever that sro can do to fill that time or to fill that time with the students and be creative i mean all of them have something that they're creative that they do besides being law enforcement we want to say a special thank you this morning to the Rutherford County Sheriff's Officers School Resource Officers Program, Sergeant Dustin Cox, as well as SRO Sam Truby and PIO Lisa Marshashoni for joining us. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you, Bart.